Daf Samach Beis, continuing the discussion, the Gemara Machlekut with the new mayor, Adam Bechanina Ben Gamliel, about whether we need to have a Tanai Kofel. It says Gemara on top four lines from the top of Samach Beis, Amen Aleph. Bishma the Bechanina Ben Gamliel, Henry Dixiv, the Psukim talk when the Isha Saita comes to the Beis HaMikdash, and the Koyan brings for the Karbanas, and they do the whole process of Saita, and then we have in the Pasuk, that the Koyin is Nigash to Isha, and he makes with her two Shvuas. And the Pasuk says as follows, we're in Parshas Nasai, Ben Mibar Perak Hei, Pasuk Yud Tes. The Pasuk says that the, the Koyin says to the Isha, Vishbiya saw Koyin, Vahamer Ali Isha. Imloi Shachav Isha Isach, if you did not sleep with any man, you didn't do any Vimloi Satis Tumatachas Ishech, if you did not do any merit on your husband, Hinoki Mimei Hamaormer Ra'ela. So you should be. Clean. You should be clean from these mayim arm. And then it says in pasuk chaf, "V'yad ki satis tachashishech v'chinet meis." If you did the avera, "V'yitim ba ish bach eshiv chatay me'al day ishech," and you were mezana with somebody else, it doesn't say what the einish is. And then the pasuk continues in pasuk chaf aleph, "V'yishbir akoni se'ish b'shuos Allah." V'amar akoni leisha yitin eshem asach la'ol l'shuos b'seich hamech and you're b'seich. There we get all the clothes. But there are actually two shvuas going on here. There's the first shvua in Pasuk Yates, and there's a second shvua in Pasuk Chafalev, what we call a shvuas ola, a shvua with a klala with it. So what's interesting that Mars pointing out is that the first shvua in Pasuk Yates only says one side of the equation. If you did not do the Avera, then he naki, you will be, nothing will happen to you. But if you did do something wrong, the Torah doesn't say what happens. So Bishop and And then you learn the opposite. Obviously, that if you did do it, then you will not be naki. According to mayor, the terrorist should say over here the other side of the equation. It should say, if you did something wrong, you will be punished. So, Amarav Tanchom Hinoki Ksiv. If it meant Hinoki that she's innocent, it should have said it with a Yud. It says it without a Yud. And therefore, we have a, like a creek Ksiv over here. On one hand, it says Hinoki, but we read it as if it said Hinoki with a Ches. And therefore, how do you read the Pasuk? You actually read the Pasuk. You'll be innocent. And then you read it again, starting from the word Hinoki as Hinoki, Hinoki and you will choke and die from these Mayamarim if you were guilty. So the Pasik actually, according to the mayor, is saying both sides of the equation. So then, well, wait a second, that's such a good shot. Then we have the opposite question. So it says without the Yud to teach you to read it both ways. As innocent on the first part of the Pasik and as guilty on the second part of the Pasik. Why does it say it that way? It's If you did not aver, nothing will happen. not hinoki. Hinoki means you'll be innocent and get brachas, as we say. Maybe you won't be innocent, but you won't be guilty. Remember, Lamaisa she did stira, right? So just saying, if you did nothing wrong, you'll get brachas. If you did something wrong, then you did an avera. Maybe you'll get yisur and some gears to have it over here. But who says you're going to blow up? So, we're coming out at the end, that even according to Chinini Ben Gamliel, you're right, the Torah is telling you both sides of the equation, because like we said in the previous Pesukim in yesterday's daf, you have to tell me that if she did good, she'll be innocent and have bracha, and if she did the Avera, she'll be guilty and have klal.
Next one. Bishar Mer, Now here we have a very interesting set of drushas over here. The Psukim say in the beginning of Parshas Hukas, when it's talking about the Paraduma. The Pasik says Empiric Yud test Pasik Yud base. It says that if boy, you should be spritzed on by the Paraduma water. It's a strange Pasik. Paz says, if you do this, you will become tar. And if you don't, you won't become tar. So why does it have to tell you both sides of this equation? So like a man always says, you have to have both sides of the equation. Why do you have to have both sides of the equation? Now Tesis points out, this is a very strange Gemara. Right? When you're talking about a Tanai, so then we said you have to speak out both sides of the equation. But the Torah doesn't say, well, do a mitzvah, and then say, well, if you don't do the mitzvah, I mean, like, Obviously, if, if you shech, then you can eat it. If you don't shech, you can't eat it. The Torah is telling you what to do. Why does it have to speak out both sides of the equation? So Taisa says, if you look at Taisa's Bishlamah, Mother Taisa's, the Hashem of the Leidami, the Hasem Milstab Shiti, the Kimon, the Mitzvah, who's Mitzvah Shiti, Vakashpochu, and Layasa, Layatsa. Torah says, put on film. Obviously, if you don't put on film, you don't put on film. I'm a Hacham Mashma Ktsasa, Taisa's, Shulashan Tnai. From the fact that it says, Hu Yishata, it doesn't say, Yishata. It doesn't say you should do it. It says, says, This is what you, if you do this, this is what happened. So therefore, it's it's a maybe you could learn, theoretically, that it's preferable to take off the Tumah using Paraduma, but maybe it comes off automatically. So Kamashma and the mayor, no, the Pazak has to tell me both sides of the equation that if you don't do the Paraduma, you're not going to be tar at all. So says the more, if that's the case, what is the Khanigamli? The Khara Khim is never pushed. If this is the way you take it, if this is the way you take it off, if you don't, you don't. So Khadatikamina mitzvah says obviously. May you would think not that if you don't do it, it you become tar. That's of course the Gamliel. I know that if you don't spritz Maraduma water, you're going to be tummy. Question is, what do you have to do and when do you have to do it? If the mitzvah zab ikr is on day three and day seven. Maybe if you just do one of them, that would be good enough. If you just do it on one day, maybe that would be good enough. Day three or day seven. But how do you know you have to do both? Kamash Malan, the Pasuk says that if you don't do it on day three and day seven together, then you're still going to be tummy. So that's what the Pasuk is coming to teach me, that both days are ma'ak. Okay. But what about the next Pasuk? The Pasuk has in Pasuk Yutes. Strange Pasuk again. V'hiza atar la again. And then after he does it on day seven, he washes his clothes. What are those psukim for? What is that? You already said you have to do it on day three and seven. It's so when it says day three, if you become tame on the first day of the week, you cannot do the first hazah until you do on day three. You cannot do it on day two. And shvi is the mute shishi. You can't do it on day six either, the second one. To come a might be meitaira, because then you don't have enough meitaira. You don't have seven, you meitaira. What if you do the first hazah on day three, and then the second one you wait. Instead of doing it on day seven, you do it on day eight. Maybe that's good enough. To come mafish meitaira, in a shepherd, no. Kamashma, we learn from this pasuk that there has to be four days gap between, not more and not less, between the two Hazos. Now, you don't have to get the Hazos on day three. If you want to wait and not get the Hazos to day 50, whatever, you can't do anything about it. It might be a mitzvah to do it on day three, but if you do it on day 50, that's fine, but then you can't do the second one until day 54. And you can't do it on day 55 either. If you wait an extra day, you have to start all over again. So you have to have a minimum and maximum of four days between the two Hazos. That's what the second Pasuk is teaching me.
What does it mean the chitu b'yem hashvilam? So what does that teach me? It's so the datach min hanimil the kodesh. Maybe that's only if the person wants to eat kodesh or go into the base of mikdash. Of the truma for eating truma bechad nami sagi. Maybe then you only need to have one azah on day three or day seven. Kamashvon that for all tomas meis for all halachic purposes you have to be able to take it off. Uh, you have to be able to do the azos on day three and day seven with a minimum and maximum four day gap, and they're both going to be ma'akiv. So we have no riot from any of these sugis, one way or the other, like Remeyer or Rechim and whether you need to have a Tanai Kofel or not. Says the Mishnah, Mishnah we quoted earlier. He never spoke out of Tanai at all. He said, I thought she was a Kahenis. Very Levia, Levia, very Kahenis. Ania, very she. I thought she was rich and she was poor and she was rich. Ashiva, very Ania, very Zimukudeshis. He's Mukudeshis. As we said, this is Dvarm Shebalev. He never spoke it out. And if you never spoke it out, it doesn't count as a tonight at all. Forget tonight, call for anything. You didn't speak it out, it doesn't count. Now what about a new case? What about if a man goes over to a woman and says, I want to marry you, but I am a guy right now, and I'm going to be Megayer next week. I want to give you Kesef Kedusha now, and the Geir should be Chal, the Kedushan should be Chal when I'm a guy. Or what if she is a Goya now? And he wants to give her money now and be Makadashir when she becomes a Gyaris. Or I'm an Evid Kanani now. I can't be Makadashinishi yet. You're an Shifcha Kananis. You can't be Makabo Kadushi yet. But I'm going to give it to you now and it'll work when I become Shukhar or you become a Shukharis, whichever case. Or What if he says, You're married now? Okay. Uh, I'm willing to wait till your husband dies, but I'm giving you the condition now so no one else will be able to grab you when the husband dies. When he dies, I take you right away. I'm married to your sister. I want to be married to you. When the sister dies, I want to be automatically married to you. Or if the Isha is uh, and he says, as soon as the Brother-in-law, not his brother-in-law, somebody else, goes ahead and does Chalitza, I want the condition to be typhus. All these cases, says the Mishnah, Enim Kudeshes. This is what we call a Dover Shaloi Bali Oilam, that he cannot make the Kedusha now. The woman is not considered Ba Ba'olam. She's not available to him right now. If she's not available to him now, it is a Chesarn in the Maisa Kenyan. Either it's a Chesarn in the Das, or it's a Chesarn in the Maisa. But either way, you cannot make a Kenyan or anything in the future for a Dover Shaloi Bali Oilam. And all these halachas make this woman like a Dover Shaloi Bali A woman is pregnant, and the neighbor comes and says, I want to marry this baby. When she gets older, uh, when she's born at least, because the Uber is a Dover Shalabaliyalim. Once she's born, then the father can be a Kabbalah Kedushan for her. But if the girl was not yet born and he did the Maisek Kedushan, it doesn't count at all. Says the Gemara. Tanan We have a Mishnah. The Mishnah says in Mesechtas Trumas. Dalach is by Truma, you can only take Truma on things which are already cut off the ground. The Pussing says, Degoncha. Degoncha means things which are already started the harvest, the piling it up, and therefore things attached to the ground, you cannot take Truma on them, and you cannot take Truma from them. So the Mishnah says, And over there, They asked the following you want to take off Truma from stuff that's already harvested. But I want it to count. To be part of the tevel, it's still attached to the ground. Or the opposite. Or I want the truma to be from the stuff that's attached to the ground to count on the stuff that's already harvested. But So that doesn't work. That's clear. But you say you want it to start being chal. I don't want it to be chal now. I want it to be chal when I harvest it. So I'm doing it now on a davar kilu shalar baliyalam. And then you go ahead and harvest it. Does it be chal then? Is this a chasana davar shalar baliyalam? This is what they asked to be echinam. Now, Ramalei Bechin answered, 
Rebbechen said a gewaltig answer. Rebbechen said, since you could harvest the, the crops right now, that is not a chesarn. And davar shalab aliyadab. Davar shalab means that the thing doesn't exist at all or is impossible to make it available to you. If it's possible in the hands of the person making the chalice to make it available now, that's considered baliyadab and you can go ahead and make a kinyan on it and you can go ahead and take truma off of it. So, okay, so how does that apply to the case of Kedush? Our Mishnah. Now, freeing the Evid, he can't free himself and she can't free herself. Um, the death of the husband or the Chalitza or the death of the sister, those are totally things which are not Biyade, so those are Dabash brother. We got it. But, if he says that I want to be Kaddish to you when I am Megayer, it's up to him to be Megayer. And if he can be Megayer, it should be considered Ba'i, let me be Kaddisher. So, Nami, Lav Biyad, says, Mano, Ger Nami, Lav Biyad, that's also not Biyad, why? You can't be Megayer yourself. You need a Bezdin. My time, a Mishpat, the Pasik says, Mishpat Echad, Lachem Kager, Azrach, Yelachem Kenyashan, Lachem. So we say, Geras requires a Bezdin, Kedin, like a regular Bezdin. Who says you'll have a Bezdin? Who says the Bezdin will agree to be you? And if a Geras is not Biyadai, it's a regular Chesan of Davashloi Baliyad. And therefore, Biyachinam would, of course, agree that the cases of our Mishnah, the condition doesn't work. Maska for Abbar Mamul, so what is it? If a Biachan is saying anything Biyadai does work, what about this case? Nice and prutal the Shifchasa. If you give a prutal to your own Shifcha Kananis, I want to be a Kadesh to do after I free you, and it's up to him to free her. So would that work? Because it's Biyadai to free her? Someone no. He says an Eved is even worse than a guy. A guy is considered a human being. An Eved, we always say, it's to Behemoth. Then Evid Kanani is like an animal. An animal is not in the parsha of Kedushan also. It makes no difference if it's biyade or not biyade. This is, it's not a human being as far as we're concerned than Evid Kanani. A guy, you could discuss, is it like the kasha we had. But an Evid is worse. An Evid is diamond to an animal. If an Evid is diamond to an animal, you cannot discuss doing a Maisei Kedushan with it at all. So we have another case. If a man gives a prutu to his existing wife, if I ever divorce you, because I'm angry, I want this kedusha I'm giving you now to automatically be chalven. Now it's a double right? Because she's not available for kedusha now, she's married to him. So according to Yechon, do we say that that's considered a vice kedusha? Because it's biyodoi. Now, interestingly enough, it's not biyodoi. Right? It's not up to her, it's up to him. But we're considering it that the Maisei Kedushin is something we only need his deal for. Says the Gemara, need to be other Legar, should be other Legar. Oh, it's not. That even though he can divorce her, but the second half of this, making it Biyada, is that she then will agree to the Maisei Kedushin. That's not Biyada anybody at this stage yet. In other words, in a regular case, we only make Kaddish and Isha. So we consider that Biyada if she says yes. But with the Maisei, we had no case of such a thing that would exist. Because the, the making her available is never going to be biyada, but in this case it's even worse. In this case, even though it's biyada to megarisher, but then you have to reach the second stage where she would agree to it, and that's not considered biyada at all. That's a chesarna biyada. If it's chesarna biyada, she's still considered a davar shaloi baliyada. So motif shayt the baravaisha. So we're using that yisoid. We can answer a shayla baravaisha ahead. If you give two prutas to the same woman and you say to her as follows, 
here's a Maisei Kedushin, we're being married today. And he says, if I ever get angry in the future, don't worry, I'm giving you a Kesef Kedushin now to be Chal later. We just see like Rabbi Echanan, like we just said, that's considered Dabar Shalab, and not be other at all. So it could be this case is different. Here we call Amigu. If you go to a woman who's already married to you and say this, then it doesn't work. It's not biyadi because it's not biyadi to remarry her after you're divorced until you actually do all that. Fine. But in a case where you're doing the first Maisei Kedusha now, then there could be a Svara, Rabbi Shia says, that Migu, that the first Kedusha works now, the second Kedusha automatically will ride on its back and be chal later on at all. Debatable. And therefore, this is not necessarily a Raya from our sugya. Tanik versus the Rechen. The Chavi have a raya from a brayz like the Rechen that if it's biyada, it's okay. It says ain termim and atolah shalom mechuber. You're not allowed to do that. We said from stuff that's from stuff that's off the ground to stuff on the ground. From taram ain trumah say trumah. Kate says the brayz. I'm a peres arugus utolushni trumah peres arugus mechuber or peres arugus mechuber you trumah peres arugus utoloshin leimar klum. Aval says the brayz. I'm a likishi yitlishu. You say you don't want it to be chal now. You want it to be chal when you harvest it. And yitlishu dvarv kayamim. You see, beferish like a biyachan that something is biyade mamish works. Yaso akenim arulazim and Yaakov afilu amar peres arugazut tloshin yechuma peres arugazim uchubars peres arugazim uchubars yechuma peres arugazim tloshin likishayavayu shlish. Ooh, what about if you say it's not a question of harvesting or not harvesting? They're not even grown yet. Things which are not grown a shlish don't count for chiv truma at all. So they haven't even grown yet. And you want to say it's going to grow over here. Now, here it's really not biyode. It's not something you're doing. When, I, when they grow a third and I harvest them. And then, says in this case, this would work even though the growing part of it is not biyode. Right? The harvesting part is biyode. But the growing is not, that still works. Amar Rabba comes Rabba to explain. That's only even though they didn't finish growing a third yet, even. But there's at least a little bit chush. You see something there. It already has broken the face of the ground. You see something started to grow. You don't see the wheat yet in any sort of actual fashion. But there's something that's already started growing. Of a be'agam, that's just a tiny little flower. You haven't seen anything grow important yet, Loi. That's already no. That's already not going to be chalama freya. That cannot work as truma. Now it's interesting. In all these cases, we're saying that it's not right. It's not going to work now. It's going to work when you take it, and then it will work. So Rav Yosef Amar Afilu ba'agam. Rav Yosef says even in an agam, even just a tiny little bit. That's also again because it's, it seems to be because it's a natural thing to happen. Nothing has nothing is going to nothing has to happen for this to occur. It's just going to happen naturally. It's good enough. Where do we see that it means a little bit that grows up that you can bend over? The Pasuk says in Yeshaya, you bend over your head like an Agmoin. So we see that's the lotion of bending over, and that's the lotion of Agmoin. So who is this following? The Bryce says, I'm the Chaveri. If you say when your wife will give birth to a baby of a condition, it doesn't work. We said it's a double brother. Bechanina says over there, it's only if she's not even pregnant yet. If she is pregnant already, it would work. Why? This is similar to the case of the truma that was already started growing. 
So Kiman, who's that going there? Ike Rabba, Kishokurba. Just like Rabba said by the stuff that grows to the ground, it can't be really small. It has to at least be something noticeable in Chashev. So by the woman also, if she's pregnant, that's not a problem because it's going to happen naturally, but she has to be pregnant, what we call Hooker Urba, at least past the third month, so that has the same stage where it looks like something Chashev ready. Ike According to Yosef, Yosef said even an Agam works, as long as we find out that Lamaisa she's pregnant, that's good enough. They said different When Yaakov said that it's going to be Mukudeshes by the Shachas, there's only by Shachas the Bekivsha, which doesn't even need to be watered at all. It lives off rainwater. Of a Shachas the Beshakaya, Shachas that you have to water it. And therefore, if you don't water it, it will not naturally grow. Therefore, it's a Dabash And on that, if Yosef said, I'll feel Beshachas the Beshaka, even if you have to water it, but you don't have to do anything more than that, that counts, since it's at least Shachas at this stage. So they both, so here it's a different stage. Here it's a question of, do you need to water it, or is it watered on its own? So how does, now we continue this, the flow of the Gemara. Over here, remember, here we're not saying he's saying anything about Agam. Rabbi Yosef never said Agam counts. It's only Shachas. The question is, Shachas, which is the further stage, the question is, is it going to happen by itself or not? By the field, we could talk about whether it needs to be watered, yes or no. By a pregnant woman, the assumption is, it's just going to happen by itself. And therefore, as long as she's hooker ubra, which is the equivalent to the shacha stage, then it works. So we have here four shitas. One shita says, that a doesn't work at all. You can't be makadish to an isha, whether she's pregnant, not pregnant, makes no difference. We have another shita that says, it depends on the stage. If she's pregnant, that could work. Some sheet to say that it has to be hooker obra. Some sheet to say it might even work. In the first shot, according to Yosef, it even work without hooker obra. Okay.